0: Yes, and your life counts, and enthusiasm definitely makes the difference. Hello, and welcome to the Sutton Eye Impact Show, with your host, Lee, coming to you from the DFW Metroplex. On the Sutton Eye Impact Show, we have fun together, we learn together, and we encourage one another. On the Sutton Eye Impact Show, we discuss a variety of topics such as, but not limited to, 100% responsibility, accountability, accountability partners, mentorship, the power of belief, the power of thought the power of expectation, the power of words, consciousness, awareness, becoming the observer, and belief systems, to name a few. On our show, we share concepts, principles, and processes and systems that work when you work them that deliver good and great results. Our show's vision, mission, purpose, and intention is to discuss simple, basic, fundamental ways to help everyday people experience more fulfillment, satisfaction, enrichment, enjoyment, health, mental health awareness, and overall peace through utilizing your own latent resources that lie dormant within you. The Sudden Eye Impact Show is spiritual, inspirational, and motivational, expressing electrifying, energetic, powerful, and transformational content that anyone can learn and apply consistently in any area of their life and continue to work to change their life for the better or continue to work and change their life for the best. I have a special guest for you today. So after this brief introduction, the next voice that you will hear, will be none other than the great author Jay Rutledge. He's a native Detroiter, currently living in New York. He coaches and mentors individuals, teams on mindset, leadership, transformative awareness. Author is fulfilled in his mission of supporting people daily to hit higher levels of themselves. Author Jay Rutledge is an established John C. Maxwell team member and JMT certified coach, speaker, and trainer. Author is also licensed to teach from several of John C. Maxwell's best works of literature, like the 15 invaluable laws of growth, the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, good leaders ask great questions, everybody communicates, few connect, to name a few. He is also an all true center transformative awareness grad and staffing coach, and as a servant leader, an altruistic connector. He loves interacting with people. Arthur is pers- purposeful in being at two percent cost in transforming the hearts and minds to live unconfined, inaccurate, interdependence in the world. With no further ado, we bring to the stage Mr. Arthur J. Rutledge. How you doing, Arthur? I am excellent. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Tell the people a, delay. Uh, a little bit about your story and uh uh, how they can get in contact with you uh well a little bit of you, you, you got it really well <laughs> uh and thank you for having me on uh yeah I mm-hmm. my pleasure mm-hmm. Born and raised in Detroit and always had dreams of traveling the world uh being I was in starting a, in entertainment and went from being a professional dancer to international model, and entrepreneurship was always falling in between there. I just met so many different people. Because I always want to connect as much as I, as I could with individuals like you, and and being on Clubhouse and and uh, all the talks that I've done and to 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 all these different places. So I was just it's just been a really exciting time, and that finally stepped into my fulfillment, my calling, and to really connecting with people on a deeper, a higher level, and uh, stepped into. Uh, my mentor, who I was listening to for years and was going to seminars with, John C. Maxwell, and a few others uh that were amazing and, and and just really said, you know what, if I can just put a little bit of my experience into other individuals who want more for their life, if they want to improve, if they want to step past the things that they never thought they could, that I could really introduce that uh to them by way of you know, me understanding it, you know, putting myself in their place and then relating on that level. Uh, and so coaching came into play while, while going and speaking into people's lives, uh, as it was. And, and now I'm here and, uh, uh, my, my purpose and mission is to, to talk into, um, um, over a million people's lives in my lifetime, uh, whichever way comes into my, my reach that I can do that because I really believe and hold people high and see what that potential can really be if, uh, it, it just takes a listening ear and really understanding one another to get to the, that, uh, that equal goal. So I'm, uh, again, it's been a, it's a pleasure being on here and, uh, anything I can answer or anything I can add value to, I love to. Yes, sir. You guys, uh, audience, I would get a notepad and a pen and a couple pencils and be ready because this dude has specialized knowledge and I mean he has the wisdom of Solomon and i and it's my job to pull it out of him for you all today and for myself. So we're gonna start this thing off right. Talk to us, teach us about visionary leadership. Visionary leadership is uh it's one of those things where people our leaders we we all have the potential to lead uh, it does start with ourselves. Uh, it does start with a place uh, where we we need to have a purpose that we're stepping into. sometimes we don't have a purpose. so the other P, passion, whatever we feel passionate about when I was growing up, I loved dance. Uh, I did it all the time. When I was growing up, I loved basketball. I did it all the time. I had a little backboard in my backyard and was dribbling around. And once I got good with the right hand, I got good with the right, uh, with the left hand and with the left hand, I started doing other drills and I started doing it for myself. I had to make the decision to want to do the work. And so with vision, with when you talk, when we talk about leadership and a vision of 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 what a leader can be. We first have to have the confidence to find to see and understand our self worth, to know that we're what Deepak Chopra talks about as pure in pure potentiality, the pure potentiality of the people that we actually are, our authentic self. To really identify and be able to give that to other people in a way that it, it it brings on something that stirs in their in their hearts that stirs in their stirs in their soul to get them really going in that. It starts with the belief. So confidence is one of those big things that it comes with faith in ourselves that practicing with the right hand and practicing with the left hand and with both hands together uh is nothing that's impossible uh to accomplish uh and then the the vision, the vision itself, the creativity that it takes to have a vision, so instead of things that block us uh while we're building that faith and we're doing the practice over and over again, and that repetition is the mother of learning uh as we know of the phrase go, how the phrase go, how that phrase goes, we get to experience what seed that we put in our mind uh for me. Uh, that seed really always starts with, uh, the filling of my cup, or I would say, starts with, uh, the, the, my spirituality, uh, my walk with, uh, uh, my Lord, uh, Jesus Christ, and, and how I connect from that place, from going through scriptures, going through my walk, going through what people say, that shadow work, uh, that, that, you know, the people don't see, and really holding myself. Uh, accountable at the time of when I was going through all those things and the things that I'm doing now and staying accountable with that, uh, as it goes. So confidence, uh, creativity, uh, has to be in place. Process, uh, a process of the, with the vision that we hold that cultivating and nurturing that seed, uh, that we put in our minds and, and releasing those creative juices, finding, uh, ourselves to be more flexible as we go along with acceptance of ourselves, acceptance of others, and also not holding on to things that slow us down from the past that can sometimes obstruct from, uh, our, obstruct our vision from coming to fruition. Uh, and so, uh, these few things are the things that helps with, in my opinion, uh, a true visionary leader. And seeing the best in people. Um, if, if we learn how to really, uh, un- uh if we endeavor to step into self-efficacy on every turn for ourselves, that big love for ourselves, then we know how to better give that to others as we go along. And others want to follow along with that. The vision should always be bigger than the person uh, at the end of the day. It should be like, uh, energy wave that yes is inside of you that shine, but then just to let it swell up and, and, and to feel the trickling out, to feel the hairs raise on your, on your, on your arms and your legs sometimes, you know, you get, you know, you get these goosebumps, you know, in and, and the experience. Uh, it should trickle out, uh, because that's, that's where that interdependence really comes into play, right? I'm independent, you're independent, and together we're working together, we collaborate, we understand the effort that it takes to find what that oneness is. So the, the, the vision, uh, the visionary leader really takes on that, on that, 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 that cycle. Uh, I just recently put a quote on, uh, my page, my Instagram page. Uh, by Stephen Covey they go to give interdependence is understanding that interdependent people combine their own efforts with the efforts of others to achieve their greatest success. And that greatest success, to me, is finding the fulfillment of making sure that we're staying authentic to ourselves and understanding that we are that pure potentiality, as I said before. Nicely stated. Teach us about consciousness and awareness, and if there's a difference, please explain it to us well and that's a great question and uh and uh I have to please uh help me to uh be mindful and let me know if uh it goes a little longer than planned uh you know you can always <laughs> i i I have so many great philosophies around uh especially awareness and especially about conscious awareness. This is gonna um, be such a powerful share that um we're, we're not we don't have any constraints. I wanna okay, pull it all okay, out. Of it. <laughs> okay, here we go. And a one, and a two, and a three. So and I love to laugh all the time. I think laughter is so underrated. Uh you know, raising those dopamine levels uh is 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 key. Uh saying tone through the roof, you know, and uh, and i I try to i always step into that every time I'm with people because that energy is something that initiates our conscious uh so let's talk about conscious and aware- and and, and awareness it's they're both they're intertwined but from different places so awareness i start with awareness awareness is one of those things where uh you can uh for any growth to truly happen. It takes someone to really uh, be willing and, and open to the possibilities of themselves. And the best way to do that is to be present with where they're at and have trust and the process and we talked about processing as far as in uh, visionary leader as well, but it all comes into play. The trust in a process that lends them to new ways to cultivate what they don't know. And so our mind, our subconscious mind, is just very is vast. Uh our mind is just the strongest thing, uh stronger than we ever can imagine. Um, and so the neural pathway that are opening and closing, depending on how much information we're taking in, how much we're wanting to jog our memory and keep ourselves active and being critical thinking, uh, comes from uh, getting the new information so we can grow from where we were to where we're going. And so people say, well, I'm okay where I'm at right now with my awareness. And a lot of times, is, is what we think we know to just think so. What's, what is so is that scientifically the brain is still really unexplored. And so for us to bring more awareness into our, our, our spectrum, then we have to create new pathways. That means we have to create new experiences. We have to put constructive, uh, understandings in place. We have to be willing to give. And, and receive uh uh, uh uh openly having both ways going back and forth we have to uh be able to not stay in a place of scarcity uh and move to a place and be always moving towards a place of uh, abundance taking in all the things that we say we can and all the things that we think that we can't to raise that awareness so it has to be consciously and our radar to do that. Now, consciousness of what that looks like, like I said, I used the word in there, because as you we raise our awareness to the things that we don't know, Uh, I believe it was uh, Socrates and a few others that, you know, made a statement that I, I understand that I'm wise, because I understand I don't know what I don't know, you know? The understanding that it is the vastness of what we don't know is so much that we always get to take in new information. we always get to add new uh applications of how to do things in the right way, how to be the best person we can be in any uh aspect of our life and and bring that fruition. The conscious is the thing on the the frontal is usually the consciousness what we understand as the observing the observer uh observing mind. The observing mind is there, you know, the frontal lobe of what we hold really between five and 10% of all the power of our brain. You know, it's the things that, uh, we, we, we say, yeah, I understand that, uh, this is what I'm good at, uh, and how to do those things effectively and how to connect with somebody or how to communicate on a higher level. Uh, or, you know, things that a lot more times we put uh, a physical spectrum around versus the unknown. And the unknown things are the things that truly power our lives and are the things that can empower other people's lives if we're willing to step into what those look like. So the conscious brain feeds to the subconscious brain through feelings and it touches into the values uh, beliefs, uh, principles that are, that are set in motion for us. So the more that we're willing to fill the things that we're going through and grow through those and, and give, uh, uh, a type of thinking that lends itself to touch those emotions to how we're really going to go about doing that and being able to do that, uh, uh, over time with patience. With ourselves, uh, we get to find that making right decisions, right choices in life, uh, will not just be something that you can just dismiss. Uh, it won't be something that just seems like luck, uh, to us. It won't just phase in and phase out, uh, with no control or understanding. Uh, the empowering of our emotions really comes through the understanding of what they lend us to. And so, the conscious mind a lot of times will over, o- overlook the things that are not just blaring us. We're not, we're not staring it face to face, uh, sometimes. And so the conscious, the consciousness is something that we have to be, uh, gain unconscious. Un- we have to grow unconsciously competent, which is the highest form of the four uh, as we go through a learning process where we are able to connect with this willingness, this openness of the possibilities and, and be able, uh, to step more away from those things that slow us down and lower frequencies, uh, in our lives like guilt and anger, uh, you know, uh, and as we go towards things of where well, we want to be as far as transformation, in what that looks like. So the conscious mind is needed and it, it's one of the things that, uh, it takes a few things to get through to the conscious mind to keep the awareness going. Um and so one of those things would be, uh, uh, the conscious mind gets to have curiosity. We have to be able to ask ourselves the right questions because, uh, and if, if if any of you understand NLP uh coaching and things of that nature, uh, you know, it's a famous saying uh that you are whole and complete as you are. Uh and that's because we all start from where we're at and it doesn't mean that we're not gonna make mistakes uh along the life, along the way, but we're gonna be able to have mistakes not mean the word failure, but to mean feedback. As we're growing through those so it's very important that curiosity stands there also a willingness to be humble from everything that we're taking in we're taking in information all the time I I can walk down the street and and come up uh, and meet somebody just randomly and and just say hello nice to meet you how are you doing today Hope you have a good day. Some people will look at you and say, what is, what is that? You know, uh, it's not something that's usual, but it doesn't mean that it can't increase our day if we're willing to take that in. Uh, and a lot of times the conscious mind doesn't because the conscious mind is really built around ego. Our, our, the, the, the ego side of our, our brain uh of what we know. We're proud of it. We're over proud of it. Uh the things that we do from one day to the next. We we could be we could be enthused about it and, and think that it's all us, even if other people helped us. Uh but it gives us it, it, it's our persona our walking persona, and a lot of times for us to have the willingness to move through from one thing one aspect of our life to the next. We have to have uh be able to will it in, sometimes even blow up our ego box. You've heard people say in the past, you know, get out your ego box or get out your ego zone or whatever that looks like. So the conscious mind has this struggle. So what I was talking about before, the idea of the, the, the subconscious, uh, and, and, and how you, and how you connect it to the conscious brain. Uh, it takes, uh, a willingness to be in touch with the emotions. Uh, it, it does ground the center and also being able to really say, you know, ask great questions around that in that curiosity. So that's the, that's a couple of things with the, with the conscious mind that we get to go back and forth with, and and the, and the and the and the thing that wins, I always say shadow work. People use the word shadow work a lot, but I use the word uh, shadow boxing. Uh, it, it's one of those. It's a bout between the thing that you feed is going to win. So if you have, you know, if you're feeding your mind, your conscious mind, the right things, uh, and, and and humbleness and curiosity. Uh, putting the right things in front of you to gain understanding, uh, from where you're at. Putting yourself around the right people that have a similar mindset that's gonna be putting you uh, in the right place. That you can grow it, you know, in a way that takes patience with that practice. So, and so those, those are the things on that side. Now all along the way, awareness is happening. And so the great thing about awareness is no matter what you do, whether it's good or bad, high or low, you can find something really empowering that comes down to, uh, that can help the awareness cycle. Also, uh, the cognitive brain or the frontal lobe, it helps us with intentionality to hold what we want in our mind and be able to keep it there, uh, and in that, you find that you a person can grow faster if they have some of these practices in place. And sometimes people who are not in that place to take that in, to want to understand that, it'll take a little bit longer for them to step into what that can be for them. But nevertheless, it is a process. And so it's just about really at the end of the day, Enjoying the process, finding joy in everything that we're doing, that we're doing, and we plan on doing, and what we want to do for ourselves is the ultimate question. Uh, for any of those things, uh, I know that John Maxwell, uh, my mentor, he talks into the law of awareness, and he says, you must know yourself to grow yourself. And I think it's a beautiful thing when we're able to know ourselves only if we are willing to look in the mirror each day and not be a cynic about our situation, uh, and to the, and the dive deep into the things that can make us happy and be present with what that looks like, uh, on a daily basis. Affirmations are one of those things. I know that, uh, James Russell Lo- uh, Lowell had a quote. He says, no one can, uh, produce great things who is not thoroughly sincere with dealing with himself. And so every day, getting up, doing the things that build us up, patting ourselves on the back, finding appreciation in that, all these things help our awareness. The more, when I say I like to laugh, that increases my awareness. It puts me in a better state of mind when I laugh, when I smile, getting that serotonin, that dopamine and play, doing a few push-ups, uh, you know, even if I don't feel like it, uh, you know, just, just do it. You know, like Nike, right? Those are the beautiful things that I, I find, uh, that can help us. And then, the acceptance of that. We have to be willing in that choice to accept the things that we're stepping into and, and to find what we're going to. These are things that are uh, the things that are separate between awareness and the, and the cognitive understanding of mind and the things that link those things. Uh, if we could practice them on a daily basis, uh, you know, start off with a good habit. I always tell people 21 days to or three weeks into doing something every day, uh, no matter how little. And if you need some reminding, just write it down, uh, uh, write it down. The thing that you accomplished that day. If you accomplished just, uh, you know, fluffing your pillows or getting a 10 minute, 5 minute meditation in or, uh, getting 10 to 15 push-ups or sit ups off the way or, you know, let that build, let that energy from the inside that I spoke about before form that, that emotion that connects the the cognitive brain to the subconscious brain to a point where we're embracing it and it turns into a a discipline that is needed for us to grow in awareness. Wow, nicely stated. Arthur, talk to us and teach us about self-image or self-concept. I don't know which one you call it. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Uh, talk to us and teach us about self-image. Some people call it self-image. Some people call it self-concept. Self-image. Self-image. Wow, that's a, that's amazing. Self-image. I know I wasn't always the confident person that is on your show today. Uh, when I was growing up, I had uh, a lot of self-doubt about myself, about the things that I wanted for myself, and I wasn't sure about how to get it. Uh, self-doubt is the number one disclaimer of the human, the human heart. Most people are in disillusion uh, about the things that they say they want or don't want and don't really have the understanding of their growth uh and what it really takes. Uh schools don't really teach uh things about self uh self having a self uh confidence about yourself, uh about the things you can practice to grow that over time. Um, it doesn't even state that it's really needed in a lot of uh education systems. Uh the skills uh for certain things are there but also we get to connect and learn how to understand ourselves better and so you know the idea of the self worth, the self confidence, uh the self esteem that takes place, uh is fragmented. Meaning that uh it, it, it usually comes uh into understanding a lot more by time uh that things happen to us that we don't want to happen to us. Uh and things that uh to happen a little bit later than we planned. We think we should be prepared for it a lot of times, and we're not. Uh, 2020, you know, was one of those times where, you know, self-doubt definitely was on a high, right? Um, people were saying, what's next? Uh, how can I move forward? How can I level up? How can I pivot? All these types of things. Um, and a lot of these questions are intensified and add to anxiety uh, when we are not really feeling confident about where we are in our lives. Uh, again, when I was growing up, there were so many things, and like all of us, uh, that I had to learn. So I had people around me that were going to give me pats on the back because I wasn't there for myself a lot of times to give myself a pat on the back uh uh, we have, I didn't celebrate my victories, you know, a lot of times. A lot of times all we have to do is just be willing to celebrate who we are, the spirit of living, the spirit of being human, the spirit of uh, enriching uh, ourselves and others, uh, the embracing of sitting in the sun and not just running through uh, on a jog and, and taking in nature touching the trees around us. Uh you know, saying hello to someone who looks all the down on the street. Uh you know, help you know, someone helping someone across the street that's struggling, that might be elderly. Uh you know, you know, giving a dollar or two or a meal to a derelict, uh you know, out that's on the street. Uh, at any given time, these little things, these little quality points add up over time to understand that we have an importance. People, even if they're not always asking for help or looking to us for solutions, even you know, sometimes we don't have the solutions, but we give our opinions about uh, things uh, that we're not even sure of, just to feel some self-worth. But the self-worth really and that confidence that i building it you know, in that side of it, really comes from accepting our inner power, accepting that uh, we can take on all the things that we say we take on, if we keep the process of what that can look like for us. Uh, writing things down around it, keep a journal. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, you know, even affirmations. You know, I. I and, coaching people or help people to find what affirmations speak to their heart and and help them to endeavor to do that uh, when they wake up and when they go to sleep right before, right in those crucial areas where we're going to step into a dream state or we're going to step into an awakened state. Now, the worst thing ever is to be in a place where we're in, we awake in the day, but we're in a dream state. Uh... That's our interpretation of, of how we decide we want to see the world and, and how we, we decide we want to take on new possibilities in any of our lives, uh, for ourselves. But sometimes we're not really honest with ourselves. We're not really authentic to ourselves. And a lot of times we're not adding a lot of accountability to the things that we set in place. So our commitments falter. That also breaks down and leaves doubt itself. Uh, us continuously, uh, going back on our word or breaking our word to ourselves. Uh, we come to this thing, uh, resolution, New year's revo- resolution, right, every year. Uh, and it's a revel, and we're starting up a revolution almost to, to every year to even keep it going. Uh, and, and then it's a renaissance that happens with what that looks like at every turn. If we're willing to step into the possibilities and forgive ourselves on that side, every day should be anew. Every time we wake up should be something that we are embracing. We're stepping into living, not just into life. Stepping into the experiences that really help us to, Mold and shape our character in a way that we're able to, people can identify that strength in us. Uh, you know, uh, we talked about leadership in the beginning and all these things help leaders identify what that looks like. Uh, building the integrity from the ground up. And if we, if we fall short, if we falter, then we can come back to it. We can reframe uh, and, and put something really true into the, the place where we decide we want to go and what that can be for any individual. This just starts with that self-worth, that self-confidence, uh, and, and making sure that we keep the resolve that's needed to keep people in front of us that are... Uh, and, and keep people in front of us that can help nurture that at every turn. And, and a lot of times we forget that. You think uh, that our confidence uh, is just a measure of what we put into ourselves. A lot more times than not, it's how other people see you and your strength of character, where they're lifting you up, where they're edifying you uh, after times. Of you stepping back into yourself over and over again, where you also get the confidence that you get that you can get that cup or that you know re- that re- refilling of whatever that container uh, might be depleted at any given time while we're going through this course, this course of a life that takes that 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 per- perseverance. Uh, and, and, and we find all that strength, not just in ourselves, but we know that we can establish it in others. And, and that's the sign of a leader too. And so, um but the commitment, you know, forgive ourselves for not, uh, stepping through on some of the things that we say that we want for ourselves. Uh, forgive others. Uh, don't let that take up space. Uh, sometimes we hit blocks, uh, in our lives. Uh, these blocks are from places where there's all unresolved resentment of other people. Leave, leave judging people out of the way. In the Bible it says don't even judge yourself. Uh, the Lord said, uh, because it just tarnishes the soul. It leaves a stain every time we're not seeing through multicolored, uh, glasses. Of all the things that are possible inside of us uh the the pulse of our our bodies are just like the pulse of our mind and and our souls and the things that we're able to really give and and contribute to the greater good of 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 not just ourselves but the people around us, if we are taking it step by step. Uh, not stepping into assumptions. You know, we, a lot of people always talks about Don Miguel Ruiz's book, uh, The Four Agreements. uh, it's a great place to start because it gives the understanding of, of heart, body, and gut, uh, more than just the mind. And people always say that the heart, is, the heart is, memory is more vast than the mind, but it's, it's, it's the heart with that emotion that I spoke about before the key to the subconscious and 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 broadening our mindsets to higher uh uh possibilities of self. Uh to just the heart just holds on to it so purely, so beautifully at the end of the day. Uh helps us with our intention and it helps us to stay true to ourselves uh and what that looks like. But uh the Four Agreements are just an amazing book. I always tell people to step into because it's an amazing part of a person a person where they can grow to and be in with what that looks like. And then he has the Fifth Agreement, which is amazing. And, and a lot of these can really shape what that can be for uh, uh, individuals on some of every level, Um uh, if we can always just understand that we make the decision to be in the right mindset. We make the decision to put ourselves in a better place. We make the decision to bring on the right things in our life. Uh But in those four agreements you have, just being impeccable with your word. Don't take thing anything personally. Don't harbor, don't hold on, uh, you know, what that looks like. Uh, you know, don't make assumptions about the things that we don't know about. Be quicker to listen than to give opinion about things and always remember to do your best. Uh I find is the most beautiful thing. Mark Marcus Aurelius uh, you know, is a, has a quote that I always love saying, you know, uh receive without conceit, release without struggle. Find the place in the the find a fine midway to build your confidence from just treating yourself the best way you can in every aspect of your life and with those four agreements which you know, are beautifully said and quite eloquent in their eloquent in their simplicity. It's something that I always put in front of people. Uh and those, I mean hopefully that uh is something that uh <laughs> that uh benefits there uh, really answers uh what you put before me to answer. Absolutely, that's incredible. I wanna go now and I know we might take a little bit of time on this, but it's gonna be well worth it uh for the Please. audience as well as myself because I'm a career student. I want you to break down the power of belief and belief systems and here is why because i want you to lead us step by step how if you was in a position where you was on government assistance how you would emerge into prosperity and then maybe there's somebody out there you know they're feeling like they're part of a generational curse or whatnot and you know they really have the hard desire they weep about it they cry about it they really have this passion to own a home but, you know, they're in an apartment and no one in their family has ever done it. Wow, yeah. Yeah, that, it's, it, it it does come down to belief, right? The power of belief in ourselves. Um, first of all, again, a lot of things I said do co- coincide with what that looks like. and So belief is broken down into the things that we really decide that we want to do and understand it and understand that we get to have it. It's our right to have it. Whatever we put our minds to, and if you keep doing that and you keep every day. Now, when we don't do something every day, this is the power of doubt. Every time that we're doing something that we're really excited about, we step into a place where our frequency is in the right place to receive the right things, um, and 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 I'm just using this as a like uh, a loose look at what that looks like. Uh, some people may have Christ in their favor, or another religion, or maybe atheist. So let's just talk in the way of the universe. Everything, if we have a telescope uh and we, we're looking at the stars and how they twinkle above us and how day turns to night and the solar system, whether we see it moving around in the way that it is. It's all in perfect order of the way it should be. The Earth sits perfectly far enough from the sun where we're living off the sun and we're not dying from the sun. Same way, we have to be willing to understand and embrace and, uh, our true potentiality are the way that we, that we are going to start thinking about the things we want. And so this has great power because most things that people, or most situations where people are in that are not in the best place is because people are not valuing the power of themselves and willing to take on what that can look like. Also, with that power is a, is a wonderful responsibility to ourselves of accountability. A lot of times we have situations because we're not being accountable to ourselves with the work that it takes to put on other things except for worry. Worry can always leave us in a bad place. It can always put us in a place where we cannot think. And so it leaves us stagnant. And so the best way to start moving from, from you know, the doorway to the palace, so to speak, is to start shaping our minds to the right thinking. The right thinking has to start off with a good habit. Take on, a uh, audiobook or another, or something along that line. Also skill set. Skill set is another thing. Whatever you feel like you're passionate about or that you're good at, you have a knack for. I'm just breaking it down to lowest, uh, the lowest common denominator of something that can, can kind of help people to step into it. Start exploring that. Start expanding what you already understand to be something that you're good at, something that you're confident at, while you're building up your confidence to do more, to step past the situations you are. Also, regret, doubt, fear, all those things, you have to step into those. You have to be willing to hold yourself accountable to step into those things and not to let those things out of things to shape who you are. It doesn't circumstances don't exactly tell you who you are or I mean, well, who you're going to be. They just tell, they just give an indication of where you're at and it'll it'll stay there as long as your pers- as long as your perspective is stuck in a place where you're not growing. You can't, you can't, you know, you, you, it's, there's no way to step into a palace without having the right ideas in place. The right, uh, you know, getting out of our own way about what that looks like. So what I would say, first of all, like I said, is start in the book. Take your mind off your worries. Start practicing meditation Prayer, different things to calm our bodies down to a place that we can think more rational. A lot of times we stay really stuck where we're at because we are not good at presenting ourselves. Meaning, the past happened. The present is where we're at and we have to keep our mind focused on today. Tomorrow is thing that you write in a book or an itinerary and say, this is what I'm going to accomplish. And then you're able to build a process by way of that. That process is a system of different things that will add up to your final goal. The plan of this goal has to be cultivated on a daily basis. You have to Not just, you have to basically embody the thing that you say you're going to do and be consistent or be persistent at it. The persistence of what that looks like. So, for example, if I have, if I'm on assistance, uh, I'm, you know, I I don't, uh, I don't have any, uh, feasible income, so to speak, um, so the first thing I want to write down is, or, you know, this is, this is just something that, you know, just giving example of. You want to write down, I want to accomplish this in this year. I want to accomplish this by a second year. I want to accomplish this by a fourth, a third year. I want to accomplish this by a fourth year. I want to accomplish this on a fifth year. Build out a five-year understanding of what that looks like. The further out you go, don't worry about what that's going to look like exactly. Don't hold on to what that might look like and, and get anxiety about that. Are you saying, oh, it's too far off and things like that because a lot of times, Our mind is so powerful. Like I said, the mind is so powerful that we can get really stuck in what we're trying to accomplish so far in the future, but we're not doing the little things that it takes to reach that on a day-to-day basis. So from that, you want to understand what that looks like this for the year. So say you're starting right now from September to September. You want to start right now. So... What you want to be in curiosity, you want to put down things around what you want, uh, you know, this, whatever things you can do on a daily basis to help you to get one step closer to the big goal. Let's say, now, yes, is it possible for you to become, uh, you know, uh, rich, uh, or, or wealthy, what that looks like on one side of it, within five years, yes even before that depending on it depends on how much confidence you have in yourself how much pr- uh, persistence you put towards what you're going to be how much you keep yourself accountable for the things you are stepping into and how you're staying in integrity with your commitments uh the the disciplines will keep you keep you growing okay is not is not the enthusiasm people say you got to be happy and chipper and positive uh those, those things come and you'll hit those plateaus sometimes a lot more times than not where you won't feel like doing it. But staying in integrity with what that looks like really starts with the persistence of doing something every day. So you want to break that down week by week on what that looks like. You want to pick the things that you want the success in. Now, Yes, we're talking, I mean, we're talking about finance uh, on some level, but this is, you can do this for any level uh, of what you are interested in, so if you're interested in a relationship, you can do this, Uh, uh whether it's romantic relationship, family building, family relationship, friendships, uh whether it's finance, whether it's career, uh, you know, uh whether it's Spiritual health or men, uh, our mental or our emotional uh stability whatever that looks like pick the things don't pick too many of them at once because you have a you, you have to leave something for the rest of life <laughs> I always tell people there's no rushing through life even though life is seems to be in a rush uh, so we have to just present ourselves so that so from that year, you say the big the big thing is this year, I want to step into a new apartment or uh I want to go from you know assistance to being able to really keep myself together or hit a certain figure. You want to write that figure down and you want to write down by give it a due date, write down, put a date on that for the end of the year. I'm going to have this done uh And I'm going to be happy, you can, and put yeah, you can put down. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to have less anxiety in my life. I'm going to feel more confident. You can write these things down with that, because all along the way, when you write that, when you write it down in front of you, you're automatically manifesting the power of where you know you want to go. Your mind, your frequency is. Going towards that. So if you do the right thing on a daily and weekly basis leading up to that, you'll get to the place where you want to be. And it's just about the intentionality. Your awareness goes up as much as your intentionality for the things you say you want goes up. So you're gonna, you don't even have to worry about almost one thing to another if you are just Keeping down to what you like. So, so every week, you know, whether it's every other day to start off, just, you want to put down what have I accomplished today, what am I planning on doing? So, uh, if you need to, if you want to find a new job, or you want to, you said you want to become an assistant, so you want to write down five different ways that are, or more, you know, you want to get the writing, you know, what can I do? Can I, you know, to find a new job or, or you know, who can I reach out to or who do I know that might know of a certain thing? You want to write down all the possibilities, be in curiosity. I tell you, for intentional, for for, you, for anybody to be intentional in their life, they have to have, they have to be in curiosity about the situation they're in and not just, you know, in fear of what that looks like. Or in fear of living, leaving the old, or, or the, or not having the new, or, you know, whatever, keeping up with the people next door, or whatever that might look like. We have to stay away from different things that, that can we that can lend us to a lot of times. So, writing that down, even to the time, you want to be as precise as possible when you're writing down to things that you plan on accomplishing. The accomplishments are the things that are going to empower you over time to to the disciplines that'll keep you on course for what you're going to accomplish first year, second year. But make sure that the loftier things, the things that uh are going to put you in a whole nother place, a whole nother mindset. You know, build it out. Five Years, it's a good solid start. Uh, most of us don't under, we underestimate, uh, you know, the, the time, uh, because it seems so far off, but we've already passed through 2020 and almost to 2021. Um, and some of us, because we were so held up, uh, with everything that was happening in the past, we still haven't started moving forward towards this next four months leading into the next year after that. So, we have to start preparing for it as best as we can. These are ways to help do that. So, you know, you wanna, you wanna start off with who, you know, you, when you write down these questions, when you write down these questions for yourself, and you put down these times and dates you're gonna have to accomplish. Monday, I'm gonna have a phone call, uh, I'm gonna make five phone calls for, uh, a new event that I, I wanna put together. Uh, uh, just, I, I put it something simple with five. Maybe that's, maybe that's too simple. If they say, you know, I can do more than five. We do not want to feed that side of what that, look at. it, it, it you want to start, you want to get into a, you know, a good workout. You know, you, usually before you get into a workout, you, you start with a little, uh, you know, warm up first, right? Build up, at least for the first three weeks that you're building a good habit around what that looks like, up to a month, you want to pace yourself in these. Understand that this is the first month of you starting the first day of your new life up to the five years that you planned out, and you want to embrace what that looks like. And then, so the next day, Tuesday, I want to take on a 10-minute meditation I want to, uh, go, uh, to some of the places in my area or even get on the computer, uh, and look for something, uh, as far as from Google or uh, places that it might be hiring along the lines of things. And I type in in the Google, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, the thing that you're good at, the thing that you even laugh, even if it's laughable to yourself right now, um, You know, it's okay to laugh at yourself a little bit as you're going, but don't take that as something that is is, is taking away from you. You know, we all get sometimes the funniest things to us at first is the things we take more seriously, things more more seriously later. Uh, But we don't want to get stuck in that. We just want to stay with persistence on that. Wednesday, we, you know, put 10 push-ups, if you want something physical, fitness or whatever, even if it's not for physical fitness, just working out our bodies, even on on, on small levels, opens up the, the 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 parts of our body that adds to the serotonin, that dopamine, uh, the oxytocin, the love, the love bug, and all this type of stuff. It, it opens up stuff in us, and it gets us out of our anxiety, it helps get on it helps people get out of their anxiety, get out of the things they can't do, and really start to produce. You want to be a producing machine. And so whatever you can do to help that, do it. Even if it's a little part, you know, if you can't do, you know, the push-ups, then just lift your hands up over your head and do some jumping jacks or just flap your arms, you know, or do a rotation round, round, and on, you know, for like five minutes to ten minutes. Get something going. But you want to all these things are just to build up accomplishments every day. And say, I'm gonna do this this uh this meditation at twelve um noon and I'm gonna go on on the computer and not uh checking out uh for different jobs or openings around something that I'm talented in or that I'm interested in or might be interested. Also Stay open to the possibilities, uh, a lot of times, um, you know, creativity comes when we really are willing to stay open to the possibilities. And so maybe it's not something you exactly, you know, say, you know, are hopping for joy about, but it could be something that can keep you busy, that can, can put, put you in a better financial state or get you prepared for the next part of it, uh, of, of your life. And so come at it from a really open perspective uh and what that looks like. So we have Monday, we have Tuesday, you know, all these things, set the time. You say, I'm going to do this Monday, I'm going to do this Tuesday, I'm going to do this every week. At the end of the week, mark down what you've accomplished or, or check off what you've accomplished, the things that you didn't, things that, you know, you, you didn't follow up on, don't hold it, don't harbor what you didn't accomplish. Hold, let it, let it you know pass, let the path pass. Make a new declaration, start up the next week and do it. Do it and keep declaring it until you do it. <laughs> and, and, and if you need affirmation on that, then step into a place where you're uh, doing giving affirmations about what that looks like to yourself. You know, I know that I have the power in me. Uh, I know that I can get the, the job that I want. I will be the best at this profession. I will get this job. I will keep it in... I will, you know, not I plan, not I'm trying. Stay away from the some of the words that can make you feel in between, that can is not decisive enough. You wanna stay in decisive conversation with yourself and the reason for that because the power again, how powerful the brain is, it deciphers when you're not sincere, when you're saying maybe some of the same things that you may have said in the past, the same things that may have made you stop in the past, uh, and say it's no use and throw your hands up and say, Yeah, this you know your brain understands that and you have to keep Expanding on what that looks like to, to get the results. At the end of every week, you want to evaluate how you felt about it when you were doing it. Uh, you know, like I said before, when you put it down, when you write it down in an itinerary, make sure that you're committed to it. Make sure you feel, have a feeling around it that's going to be positive. You know, you get to say who you're going to, who you get to be to make sure that it's going to happen. You know, and, and then when you say, I'm gonna be excited, I'm gonna be better, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to be, uh, you know, rigorous, you know, and then you, then you get to write down, uh, you know, to be, to do. You're gonna, what are you gonna do? You know, I'm gonna do this because that's how I'm gonna feel. And then you're gonna understand, you're gonna visualize in your head how to have that. What's next? How am I going to have this, what I'm going to have accomplished, at the end of every week, itemize it, give it some texture, and if it helps you, you can even do one to ten on rating yourself on how 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 hard you try to do how, how hard uh or how did you get it accomplished and, and what way and how do you how you felt about accomplishing. Write down how you felt about it. See it in front of you. A lot of times, you know, we can't see the picture, we can't see the picture when we're in the frame. And so, understand that we give ourselves, uh, leniency at every turn, and we're able to really put forth the energy that it takes to follow through. Stay with our commitments. Do the best, do your best. At every turn. That's how you build it up. I, in my coaching, I usually have a three month, a, a six month, and even, like I said, a year of what that looks like and a breakdown of a lot more detail what that looks like, uh, able to walk people over through if anyone's interested on that side. But just keep faith. You, you have all you need inside of you to do those things. If you do it on a consistent basis, putting that effort in, your accomplishments over time build your confidence. And as Lynn Twist says, uh, she has a, a, a great, a few great books about the soul of money, uh, the great book if anybody hasn't heard of it. She li- it ends with a quote at the end of the book that says, what appreciate, appreciate. What we appreciate, appreciate. So appreciate yourself. Appreciate the process. Enjoy the process as much as possible. That's how you're going to be able to duplicate the accomplishment and duplicate the success from the accomplishment. Nicely stated. Talk to us about... Attitude, what that means to you, and mindset. I know you're a mindset coach, so I know you can give us some good nuggets. Well, attitude and, and, and mindset, I mean, it's, uh, that's, I mean, I, we, we, we kind of touched on that a bit, you know, just to, everything is not just about the attitude, about it. Um, discipline really rules today uh Whether we feel it, whether we feel like we're ready or not, we get to jump on in. <laughs> we get to you know make things happen <laughs> because it's because it's time to make it happen. There's no sense in just leaning on it. Um, it it's uh, in the in the book, uh, the fifteen invaluable laws of growth. John Maxwell he talks about the, the growth gap traps, and uh, and and I'm only bringing this up because it's it's. It really ties into a lot of times about the attitude, about the things that, that we say we want, and why we're not getting them accomplished. The, the excuses that we can stay in, uh, a lot with a lot of these, uh, things. You know, he talks about the assumption gap, which is, you know, true to it. You know, I assume that I will automatically grow. You know, so that's one that, that we always can make. And again, And, uh, the four agreements, you know, don't make assumptions, you know, don't assume, uh, be willing to do the work and ask. There's no shortcuts. Uh, the destination is there if we're willing to stay in the marathon. It's not, it's not a race. It's a marathon life and how we deal with it. Uh, the second one he talks about is the knowledge gap. I don't know how to grow. You know, like we, sometimes we feel a little bit, we feel obsolete or we feel, you know, time has passed us by, or we feel that somebody's smarter than us. Well, it's always someone who's a little bit smarter on us on some level, and it's some other people that we're smarter on other levels. Uh, we're always in a classroom, I always use the phrase, we're always in elementary school until we're in, in middle school, or middle school until we're high school. And, you know, who we're we sitting across from is is not going to be uh getting the same information as we're getting at any given time. Uh it is uh a a journey that we get to walk uh, and grow from and so the knowledge gap is is, ne- is is never gonna be all the knowledge in the world that we'll be able to attain to. Um, but understanding is is fundamental. And, and that takes presence, patience, and persistence. Uh, the three P's, my, my three P's, uh, at any given time. So, just remembering what that looks like. Then you have the time gap is not the right time to begin. You know, like, we've said that a lot of times, and it'll slow us up. You know, these are just things that link to the attitude of where we're at, uh, at any given time. And it's, and it's, listen, there's no right or wrong. In that, in that personal growth journey. It is, you know, personal growth. It should be automatically, it should be hashtag personal growth journey. Not with the, without the journey. If you don't add the journey to it, it shouldn't be even personal growth because there's a journey to it. It's lifelong and it is something that you could start at any time. I'm an opsimath, you know, which is a late learner, uh, learned person and it, I didn't always Take the value of the things that I can learn from people or books or or places in the way that I am now. Uh, it it but it was persistence, a belief in myself that I had to obtain by staying on the journey, on the personal craft journey. And so, uh, it's really important not to get caught up in the right time, right place, right, whatever it is and that. It's really just about doing it at the end of the day. Uh, the fourth one he talks about is the mistake gap. I'm afraid of making mistakes. Well, hey, so if it, I have once heard it said that if you're not making mistakes, then you're not doing much. Uh <laughs> It takes it takes for us to do anything in life, us to kind of stumble and bumble through it and uh in the best way to we best that we can. And if we're going through those mistakes right, it lends itself to discipline. Evaluated experience is really where we wanna be at. Not just going through things and uh while we're uh in life with these experiences, but evaluated experience is definitely, uh, the, the true teacher and helps us become, uh, the, helps us to understand that we're the student until we're the, the master and then the master that always is taking on new information like he's a student. So, you know, le- leaning into our mistakes is empowering and it, it's, it's the pathway of character in my opinion. Uh, the fifth is the Perfection gap. I have to find the best way before I start. There's no best way before we start. Again, we just have to just basically, as Les Brown says, leap and build our parachute on the way down. Uh, and, 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 and it's a creative, it's a creative process that goes along with that. Uh, and again, it just takes the patience, um and just coming back to it over and over again and understand, not stay in our head. About it, uh, we are not perfect as, uh, a mind creature. We are perfect in, uh, the whole picture of, of the mind, body, and soul and how, how the harmony of that, uh, and, and how we connect with everything around us from the trees, uh, to the sky. Uh, to the air we breathe in, to the water that we drink, uh, that's our perfection calling. Uh, but the, 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 the growing of life is failing for, forward. And so, it's not, there's no perfection in what that process is. It's only us being in integrity with ourselves and adding to, uh, excellence in ourselves. Staying with ourselves and sticking it out. Uh, that's the power. So let's get our heads about it because too much analyst leads to paralysis when we're stuck in the idea of the perfection gap. The sixth one is the inspiration gap. I don't feel like doing it. Um, you know, just do it. Nike has a great, you know, quote. It's gonna, it's gonna be around long after me and you are not here. <laughs> and, and, and it holds true. It, yes. it, it is. It's yes. just you know, the only way to really get past, you know, thinking that we have to be inspired at every turn on everything that we're doing. Um, you know, every great person that's ever lived, and even not so great, uh, had inspiration, uh, that was fleeting. It was here one day and maybe it was gone the next. I can't imagine, uh, you know, uh, during the time of Winston Churchill when all these bombs were dropping on him from the German troops, uh, that was going on for fifty two days or something like that or more. Uh uh what that looked like and keeping inspiration and that the, the only way to really be inspiring and to stay inspired is about just doing it, just taking our mind off of it. Uh, I believe it was, uh, Henry, uh, no, no, it's, uh, um, Ralph Waldo Emerson that says, uh, the, the, the best, uh, best thing for worry is, is not whiskey. You know, like, staying away from, uh, things that just are not gonna help us adapt and deal with the curves, uh, in life that we just don't see. We have to just get through it and understand that it's part of the experience and we can grow st- stronger from what that looks like if we just take on ourselves and really willing to not stay in, uh, you know, just waiting for something just to happen to inspire us. Uh, it just wouldn't get done and we would lose momentum from the things that we are growing our disciplines to anyway. Uh, the other, another one that he has is the comparison gap. Others are better than I am. And that's just not true. No one's better than you. You are every, every one of us are special in our own right. And we're the same. We have we we're the oddest preachers. We have everything at our disposal to empower ourselves and empower others. And we we sometimes We're so arrogant about the knowledge that we do have about some of the things that are not greatly important and really underestimate the things that are truly important. The person inside that gets to really love themselves and understand that your pathway is the thing that you get to walk and you don't have to be alone. It's a lonely process, but you don't have to be alone. You can't put yourself around the right people and not compare yourself to those people. You want what they have? Uh, you know, we're, we're in great rooms our Clubhouse all the time. Uh, and we're talking into great spaces all the time. And Jack, you know, uh, is one of those great people we know, Jack uh, Matthews, and, you know, and it's just all these great people and, and coach, and all these different people that are talking to our space, uh, and if we are only about comparison, it lends itself to us not wanting to share if we compare things. Because if we're comparing ourselves, then when we get to the point where we have all the things that we say we want, it'll, it can stop us. The same thinking can stop us saying, well, I, if they have it and that person has it and that person has it, then it's not enough for me. And that leaves us in a place in a poor mindset of scarcity. And, you know, and that that only is born by being stuck in our fears. And we don't want that. So comparison is just a, a bad flatmate. So just stay away from doing that. Find the power of yourself in yourself. If you don't believe in that, then find someone who sees the power in you, um, and, and really build into what that looks like. Uh that's where that's where the beauty of self really is identified. And then finally he talks about eight the expectation gap. I thought it would be easier than this. It it's never easier than this if we're always saying it's hard. Starts and we understand things are complicated, difficult, distorted, and can lead to distraction. But the best thing to do about any of those things is to have the expectation of you doing your best. Stay in that. Just do your best. If you stay in that expectation of that, then you let go of control. In the Matrix, I think about, uh, anybody that hasn't seen the Matrix yet, so you should definitely go see the Matrix. Um, and it's been, it's a bit cerebral. Uh, you know, it can leave your head thumping a little bit and it can bring you a little bit around and around on some level, but it's some really encouraging things in that. And I always talk about, uh, the moment, uh, when Neo Who is the star of the show? Who is the who is referred to as the one? Really realize that there there is the possibility of myself, and as long as I trust in myself, the possibilities are endless. And all of a sudden, he he does something miraculous towards the end of the first one, because I don't want to ruin it for people, and something that nobody else has had done before and you feel your heart and your eyes swelling as you notice the moment he doesn't even have to say it but you understand what he had to go through past self doubt to get to what that looks like and he had to let go of the expectation of everybody else that had all these grand expectations of him and it bought into his notions of himself and then led to the doubt of himself. Buy into the thing that you do all repeatedly put yourself in a disciplined track 21 days 30 days every day taking on yourself and 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 find out what that feels like take on that win celebrate your win take that 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 runners you know uh, uh last uh win victory lap uh around the track Step into what that looks like, and, and forgive yourself all the way. Just be in the moment, be present. It'll help you to get past expectations uh, that that are overwhelming for you, because uh, it can lead to stagnancy as well, and also procrastination, which is
1: uh,
0: is written historically as one of the top three reasons people don't reach the level of success that they say they want to accomplish in their lives. So. Stay in beauty of yourself. Um, th- one formula, which uh, John Maxwell and I have adopted, uh, has stated in his book uh, to help uh w- what that can look like is preparation, which is growth, plus attitude, plus opportunity, plus action, which is the action is doing something about it. What is the notion in your head? Do it hold on to it, equals luck. So preparation plus attitude plus opportunity plus action equals luck. Luck, you know, you can say luck. You can tell the thing that you have closest to your heart that you want to manifest. Uh, You know, if you practice, and if you practice on one side of it, which means that if you do any of these things that you're really close to your heart right now from where you're at, You'll find that the other things that you might not be so interested in, but they'll start to also enhance. They'll also start to get better. Focus on your strengths. Don't focus on your weaknesses. And you'll find as your strengths get stronger, you're, the things that you're weaker in, will, you'll have a better perspective on those. You You can even start to improve them a bit, but The weaknesses are our weakness for a reason. None of us again are perfect. Uh, the weaknesses are there sometimes just to keep us humble, to keep us looking back into ourselves, to slow ourselves down, to stay present, uh, again, and to have a realistic understanding of our authentic, uh, our authentic being and how we can be the change we want to see in our world. So, uh, that is, you know, a touch of where, uh, attitude, uh, the things that we can stay away from, uh, as far as attitude, do the reverse of those, do the opposite of those, uh, and what that looks like. And to keep, again, uh, that, that faith around the thing that we're desiring, Um is, it, is really important, uh, being decisive, uh, you know, putting up building skill sets, uh, having an organized plan, uh, all the things that people have not read, uh, the 13 uh, understandings, uh, 10 of those are, are relative to what we're talking about in, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, uh, you know, you know, you know, all those things across the board, including creativity and, and, and persistence, uh, along with, with those and a mastermind group. Put yourself in the right circle, attitude is is something that is 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 ablaze when other people are helping you put kindling on the fire uh you know as Rumi says uh, in there you know set your life on fire, seek those who fan your flames powerful, powerful share talk to us about imagination. Mm. Imagination. This is one of the ones and uh 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 one of the attributes that we all get to have and cultivate uh out of I think we rich as well. Uh imagination. Um I believe it's a quote uh by Earl Nightingale, who is one of my uh favorite mentors to listen to. He has uh great books like The Strangest Secret. Um and he's done lots of different things across the board with Dale Carnegie and, and Earl and uh and uh and and all the and some of the other greats of that time, uh uh Claude Bristol and and all the great I call them the great the grandfathers of personal development and uh Yeah, and, the magic and, and, of believing is my favorite book. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's all these great uh people that uh put into the place in the imagination and he says I think it's in uh, The Strangest Secret he says the 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 mind is uh to imagination as an observatory is to a telescope. Uh, and it could be the soul. I could be misquoting Quote, the soul is to the imagination is the, you know, observatory is to a telescope. And it just gives an illustration of the power of now. For us to really work our imagination to its utmost, we have to be always in critical thinking. To be, to have thoughts that are provoking imagination, is centered around curiosity. I've said that before uh, a, a few times, but it, the mother of learning is repetition, right? Rep- repeating definitely helps the situation all the time. Imagination is cultivated by asking ourselves the right questions and then giving ourselves enough time to, to, to come up with a resolution or a uh, or, or, or type of answer that we can live with on a daily basis. Uh, imagination is one of the cornerstones of the, uh, building a strong integrity. Uh, it's one of the cornerstones of, of being able to connect with people as we communicate. Um, it also helps intuition if we if you're you need to build uh to wish intuition about people about places and things uh, uh that you're not used to uh how to connect with them on a more beautiful side of your mind that could take you to unlimited new adventures along the way without stopping you to the left nor the right. But keeping our eyes solely on the direction of where we're heading into for our destinies, and it, and it and it all awaits us with our imagination. We find the greatest of imaginations in people like Einstein, who created uh, a lot of thoughts that other people didn't at different times in in his life uh, and different types of cultures and ways to deal with individuals and to uh help soothe broken hearts and with the, and to tap into the 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 mindset of different uh happy and tortured souls like shakespeare uh you know the imagination it helps with the create the creativity of how to get over the things that slow us down and also helps us to realize the things that can pick us up. If we understand those two things, we're able to help others to do the same in their life. And so it's the ultimate understanding of agape, uh, which is the Greek, for God's ultimate love. You know, that, that, you have to be creative to, to love someone that obviously does not love you. <laughs> uh, you have to right. be pretty creative yeah. to, uh, step through, uh, circumstances mm-hmm. in life that seem like you'll never get through them. Uh, and you probably had never them a thought around how it could be so bad. And yet, we still standing. A a day after, uh, a month after, a year after, we are still stepping into ourselves. That's the power of the imagination. That's the power of where seeds are put into uh, an undefined or unseen soul and how with the right disciplines in place, through that creativity, how we're able to nurture it to a mighty oak. You know, uh, you know all those things that put the beauty of of all uh, or uh, helps us identify the beauty in the struggle and 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 the hardships and the and the and the turmoil and the, turmoil, the trauma. To really be able to come out and, you know laugh at the end of it and find ourselves victorious uh at the end of uh, of a lot of the things that we will go through on a daily basis i i I noticed uh I was um identifying with another quote that says The years know the years understand what the days ne know um You know, the beauty of what we're going through a year later, three years later, five years later, ten years later, uh, we have, you know, I, I know personally I am an uncle to a few, uh, uh, children over the last five years. I would never have thought, you know, brothers from another mother, um, uh, I would never have thought that they would be with someone and have a child, uh, and time's just going and it's and and it's just the beauty of what time gives if we're just patient enough to see what that can look like. And as time is going by, day by day, we can feel really still about how we are embracing our time on this beautiful crystal ball called Earth. And to find the wonder of being, uh, you know, of, of the, of wisdom, find, find bewilderment uh, and, and, and chance and choice and a lot of things just thrown together. Uh, it, it comes from and imagination. Um, if we did not have our imagination, uh, we wouldn't be living in the buildings or the houses that were thought of and created by such great architects uh, before our time that we could a- even marvel towards and build on. Even creativity in itself lends itself to Or creativity. There's no, there's no point ever in history where looking at something creative did create creativity in the beholder of whatever they were looking at. Painters were cultivated by other painters, or sculptors, or architects. You know, sports is is an art form uh, of skill and and hard work, and sweat, and tears, and blood, all these types of things that were rediscovered and, and unlearned and relearned over and over again by the athletes that are here today. That, you know, we just finished with the Olympics, and the beauty uh, of their expertise is brilliant. Uh, and people have hit their zenith. Uh, the highest star that there is uh from that creative that creative juice that pumps through their blood by finding a way that came at first from nowhere in in their things at the time, and then they came through and crushed it, and they found themselves and so these things come from the imagination uh i I personally feel it is the one of the greatest gifts God has given mankind um in, in the respect to, uh, we live by the things, the things that we're most drawn to are the best artists. Uh, music is its own religion. Uh, all the different artists, no matter what genre of music might be in place, uh, it has the power to cultivate the heart and mind and soul and spirit all in one, in one harmonious verse. Of frequency and vibration repeatedly. I think that probably echoed throughout time. Uh, um, there's no way we'll be able to prove it right now, but I'm sure that, uh, <laughs> that, that, that's just what happens because it reverberates, uh, uh, without stop. Uh, the idea of the imagination and what is cultivated by it. When I get up every morning, um my imagination, it just leaps, I, I think. Even if I don't have something that I actually have planned today, my imagination puts me in a place where I'm saying, what would you like to do? What would you like to do, Arthur? What, would, what, is, what possibilities out there today? Do you want to go and lay in the park and sit in the grass? Uh, do you want to go and say hello to some of the trees out there that that are helping give oxygen on this beautiful planet that we're on. Um am I going to, uh, you know, call up, uh, my, my godmother or my sister or, you know, someone who I haven't talked to in a while and share, uh, something that might put a smile on their face? Um, you know, am I might just gonna lay in bed and just, t- just take in the power of me I'm breathing in and out i I put my hand over my heart, and I feel it beating. These are all things that the imagination can give because it it lends us to the joy of what that looks like. you know uh it it lends us to the the finer points of ourselves, whether we feel good or bad at the time to really know what that can be and really expand uh, past the, the things, transcend ourselves. And it also lends itself to synchronicity uh, with ourselves and others because I understand that if I have an imagination, even if it's over the top or, or, uh, or even understated, I know that everybody around me has the same type of call and the same type of place it's, a, it's such an, a beautiful thing in the Bible. It says, be childlike. And, and, you know, it, it, and it, and it says if one of, one person, uh, detours or takes, uh, any of these child distorts how they see things, it will be like they hung a millstone around their, their neck and tossed into the bowels of hell. That's how I would be for, you know, when people snatch our dreams from us or, or don't have the dreams for ourselves, we're in a constant hellfire of our own where, we're, where we don't identify with our imaginations on the way that it's supposed to be. Um, also, uh, without imagination and that creativity and that uh, agility that it brings into our lives, uh, how can we face the storms, the tempest-tossed uh, souls are out there, no matter wherever they meet, no matter where they may live? Uh, it is hope, uh, you know. It comes from peace of mind. It comes from strength of heart. It comes from uh, the, a beautiful vision of our heart uh, that we get to feed into at any time we choose to. But we have to be always willing and we always have to keep in uh, the choice to take on what that looks like. Ultimately, it lives to a serenity that is unfound and, and that serenity that really keeps us in a state of some type of, or some type of a balance of harmony, um, Balance, uh, and, uh, like I said, it just makes us all around just relatable. The creative soul, it, it really puts, uh, again, the context of, of, of a growth, of a knowledge, of a understanding of a, of all the things I've said and then some into a wonderful place. Um it's, 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 uh, it's, something that's, like, pre-possessing, you know, I think of that word, attractive and appealing in appearance, you know, it keeps us in a certain state where we, we're we always brought into something that's concise, that's clever, that's amusing, uh, uh, you know, epigramic, uh epigramic uh epigrammatic uh in in this in this natural state of where that is you know something that's enhanced that's burnished that's that enhanced and it's perfect it like a fine tuning of an instrument It and you know you hear the squeaking and then you hear the symphony that comes from it, uh, eventually from uh the vision. Is directly connected to vision. Wow. I'm going to ask you two more questions before we close. I know this has been a brilliant interview. Um, Talk to us lastly in closing about the power of thought and the power of words. And the reason I'm asking about thought is because no one has thoroughly explained what it is. Some people say it's some form of electricity. Others say that it's God, and I can connect with that because every time you think you're creating, I want to know from your perspective, what is thought? Thought is the blessing of, well, yeah, it is the blessing of God to put context to how we Live life, how we understand ourselves, and how we search out the things, uh, that lends that us to questions of, well the most profound question, who am I? Thought is the question, who am I? What am I? Who can I be? What, what is What is my destiny? Where do I stand in the scale of life? Uh, am I at cause? Or, uh, uh, at, with life? Or am I being just pulled around by the effect, or am I being affected? Am I here? You know, thought, thought gives a regulation, uh, in the 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 proof of ourself and the proof of god, the proof of the things that we that we see that's not seen that the 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 touch that can't be touched the void that is not just darkness but light uh is a spark. You know, it's it's, it's thought is the beginning and the end of a conversation to ourselves about ourselves and how we can affect others, how we connect with others, how we can give of ourselves, past ourselves, to to get to a finite conclusion about being humane and understanding that that is our true self, that is our true authentic self. And uh, that's where I think about always great things that come from the thoughts of James Allen as a man think of, as a man think of so easy. as he continues to think so he remains. I think of of Ralph Waldo Emerson the that asserts that when you look at a person as they are, they remain as they they are. But if you look at a person as they could be, then they will become what they should be. It's to be or not to be, that is the question. You know, of, you know, Shakespearean understanding. It's you know, it's the, it's the dab into what can prosper us that we didn't think or even understand that we deserve and yet it's always there for us. It's always thought is always there in the in that in that space that silent silent corners and crevices in our in our in our in our head. When we we say I'm hungry so what I'm gonna take to feed me I'm thirsty. So what am I going to quench this with? If thought is something that's physical and is something that is mental and is something that's emotional and it's something that it's, it's, it's everything all in one all at the same time and it lends itself to mastery of ourselves if we allow it or damnation and so when we're manifesting the things that we say we want in our lives then it, it doesn't happen um, exactly the way that we think it should, or the way that, exactly the way that we envisioned it through our creative juices or our Im- imagination, is only because our thoughts have deceived us. We haven't taken in enough of the right things to create to keep those creative things coming in our direction. We haven't done enough of the things that, you know, are there, that that wake us up in the middle of the night and says, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you step in, into yourself? We have those conversations with ourselves, and we use them to beat ourselves up instead of creating a new moment where we make another decision. And really hold tight to a pattern that, that we've, we've, we've signed, sealed and delivered to ourselves about the person we're gonna be from now on. And that takes an, in- an integrity that's practiced. Uh, so, so, so some people say, I've been manifesting or uh, saying these words, uh, and these things, and uh, for the last year, for the last two years, for the last three years, you know, I said and, and what happens is we get tired with ourselves for going back on our word on our, to ourselves. It's a sad, is a sad, it's sad thinking that makes us revert. Then we step away from it. And anytime that a good habit's in place or good disciplines are in place, if we step away from those, because life keeps going, we keep changing. We're always in metamorphosis with ourselves. We're always growing. Time is always going. Life is always changing. And, and when we step away from those disciplines, when we step away from those good habits, bad things, bad habits, uh, uh, things that, you know, that fear sets in and says, and starts telling us a whole nother narrative, and it, we're walking in a dream state instead of we're walking the walking dead, literally, instead of the walking, walking awake. You know, to be awake is to be able to understand that while you're awake, you're not in your dream. You're not in uh, that perspective. You're not in a place that you have to hide from what that can look like uh, in your life. You get to face it. It's, it's there for us to face. It's there for us to grow with and to feel the power with. You know, life, life that feels good on the inside, not one that just looks good on the outside. We get to create what that can look like. You know, keeping our head up. God gives us His hardest battles to stronger soldiers realizing what that looks like on on what that can be. You know, just the fact that we don't know our due date on death should be enough motivation to live every day to the highest potential. And the manifesting of what that can be for us really just takes Things like purpose, passion, uh profession and vocation and connecting all of these things. Aristotle says where there's a need of the where sorry where the need of the world and your talents cross, there lies your vocation. Find your purpose. Find things that lift you up. Find those things that you're willing to commit to and then understanding that the momentum of what that is, you'll find that that's you. That's the, your authentic you. That's the person that you get to put into place. That's the person that will always begin and and rise and, and be stronger than the person that we were the day before. Uh, it's, it's, is a powerful thing to understand when our, our shortcomings and our leanings are not always a bad thing. And again, it helps us to lean into our humility and actually identifying it helps us to trust ourselves. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, I, I, I always, I subscribe into, uh, rules of life, you know, uh, when it comes to things of manifesting uh, you know, uh, if you want to raise vibration, raise our frequency, you know making peace with our past is one of those things, so it won't disturb our present um things like rules like uh what other people think of you is not any of your business, <laughs> staying out of people's mind, not there to please anybody but ourselves at the end of the day. And when we get good at that, then we're able to help people find a way by the path that we've treaded. And and and, and again, it just takes work on ourselves. But this is a part of manifesting as well. Manifesting the things we want. Time, Time heals almost everything. But we have to give it time. You know, finding what that can look like is powerful. No one is in charge of your happiness except you. Taking accountability, not to blame, you know, on what that looks like on anybody else but yourself. Uh, don't compare yourself, uh, you know, uh, don't compare your life to others and don't judge them uh you have no idea what their journey is all about. And it's always understanding that uh a, sh- a shoe that fits one pinches another. So be in, good, be in good spirits around that. Smile. You don't own all the problems of the world. Find that. That's why I laugh and smile. I make sure... I put that into my existence every day, a few times a day, as many times as you can, to make sure that you're looking at the world a little bit lighter. Because l- the world is already heavy uh in itself with all the things that are going on. Don't subscribe to everything that's going to always bring you in a state that's going to bring down your vibrations. And stop thinking too much, you know. It- it's-, it's all right not to know the answers. Be in bewilderment, not to be afraid of what that journey looks like. These things are part of of keeping right affirmations to ourselves, saying the right things to ourselves, nurturing ourselves to build, like I said, that self-efficacy, being accountable for what that looks like in any of our lives is a powerful thing that... Just to be taken seriously at every turn. Uh, and acknowledging the good that is already in your life is the foundation for all abundance. Eckhart Tolle, you know, said that. Uh, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't put bad words into our heads. Start working out bad words. Words that are not going to serve us in the long run. Uh, Socrates has a quote, "The misuse of language induces evil in the soul. the soul is always tarnished with words that do not serve it correctly, so be strong, be wiser be be the light that God already knows you are, he believes in you, even though sometimes we don't believe in ourselves it's Everything else around us believes in our possibilities except accept ourselves sometimes. Change the narrative by changing the relationship we have with words. And you'll find, if you give it enough time, the things that you set into practice will manifest in abundance in each one of our lives. Wow. What an amazing show. Our guest today, Arthur J. Rutledge, a beacon of light, straight brilliant, astonishment, amazing. I'm going to leave you with a few quotes. From Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you want to see. And I paraphrase this, be an agent of change, be an ambassador of change. First you will change you, then your world and everything in it will change. A dream doesn't become a reality through magic. It takes sweat, determination, and hard work. Four-star General Colin Powell. If one advances confidently in the direction of his or her dreams and endeavors to live the life which they have imagined, they will meet with success unexpected in common hours. Henry David Thoreau. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, "A man is what he thinks about all day long." Buddha said all that we are is the sum total of our thoughts. This has been an amazing Sudden Eye Impact Show. Until the next time, use your faith. Thank you, Arthur. I'm going to send you an email. Thank you. I appreciate being on here. I appreciate you. I see you. I hear you. I respect you. Your soul is in a beautiful place and I see what you do for others by the servant leader, the altruistic leader that you are uh, in everyday life. And this is a great segment. Um, I'm so blessed, you know. Uh, i just like to leave by saying always let all conditions serve you to think strongly, to equip yourself mentally, and to really give of ourselves masterfully like you have always had, and how you have given that to other people on here. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you. Bye-bye.